Welcome to Zeal Aging Redefined, where we're changing the narrative of aging and inspiring women 40 plus to age with boldness, confidence, and kick-ass positivity. So join me each week as we have real talk conversations to ensure that people know maturity brings strength, wisdom, and superpowers. Welcome to Zeal, Aging Redefined, where we're changing the aging narrative and inspiring women 40 plus to age with boldness, confidence, and kick-ass positivity. I'm Stella Ringer, your Chief of Aging Fabulous, and I'm here to tackle the real conversations that impact women 40 plus as we age in mind, body, beauty, and fashion. We'll provide tips and tools to ensure that our mental health is on point, share the importance of physical movement, and really have those discussions around menopause, dating as we age, the relationship factor, skincare, fashion. Now, how many times have you heard, girl, you too old to wear that? And sex will not be off limits. We will encourage women not to buy in to the society, society's negativity around women and aging, that it's the end. Why can't it be the beginning? Why can't we take our experiences, our knowledge, our wisdom, and live our best now? And I get it, guys. It's scary sometimes. I'll tell you personally, this is like my digestive system. When things started growling and howling that I had not heard before, I got a little scared. So I understand it is a journey for us, but I definitely feel we should embrace and celebrate who we are along this journey. So today we've got an awesome, awesome guest who is literally aging out loud. She is taking the aging journey, honoring it and respecting it, which is something we all should do. And her name is Michelle Sanchez Boyce. She is a powerhouse entertainment executive. She's the COO of Anthony Hamilton's music label. And Anthony Hamilton, R&B artist, is one of my favorite. So welcome to the show, Michelle Sanchez Boyce. Hi, Michelle. Hi. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me today. I mean, we're going to have some good conversation. I feel it. I feel as it, it relates to aging <laughs> redefined, because I know that's what you are doing with one of your platforms. But before we get to that, I have a question for you that I ask every guest. So what's your definition, Michelle, of aging out loud, and how does that manifest in your life? I age out loud by owning it. Mm. I think that a lot of women, and some even in this room, and I won't mention it, <laughs> um, kind of deny their age, mm -hmm. and it makes it harder for other women. Mm -hmm. um, aging is not something to frown upon. Exactly. You know, um, I've traveled all over the world, and what I noticed is that in the United States, in America, mm -hmm. um, whenever someone's, you know, having a birthday, you go to the store and you buy a birthday card, and there's all these cards and these jokes about over the hill. Yes. And, yes. and you know, there's nothing funny about that. Mm -hmm. In other parts of the world, as you age, age is um, something that is respected. Yeah. It is revered. Mm -hmm. And I want to start implementing that here. Yes. Um, I noticed that um, as... I was aging. Um, I was looking around and, and, and noticing a lot of my friends um, and just 
women in general and how beautiful they were aging these days. Yes. It's different than when our parents yep. and our mamas. And <laughs> so my, my, my platform, 50-ish, um, the movement, mm-hmm. our tagline is, we're not your mama's 50. Yes, you know? yes. Yes. Tell me a little more about that, the 50-ish movement. So 50-ish, the movement is a cultural revolution. Mm -hmm. It is celebrating the female midlife culture paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. So you said something earlier about changing the narrative, and that's exactly what we do by profiling women between the ages of 50, 50, between 50 and 59, Mm -hmm. and celebrating them, Um, not just their external beauty, but their internal beauty, their wisdom, um, Mm -hmm. things they like, things they don't like, um, beauty tips, um, you know, and and just being, I find that women in their 50s, they feel sexy for no reason. Yeah. Um, and I know I do. Right, right. <laughs> and so, um, but sexy is different to every woman. So mm-hmm. I have, for example, like one of my, um, the women that I profiled, she is um, an Islamic Mm-hmm. 50, she's in her 50s, Islamic, and she's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So Puerto Rican is, she's actually my cousin. Okay. And, you know, she wears the, 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 um, what do you call it? The uh, hijab. Hi, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking right. about. <laughs> and so, I mean, so you don't see a lot of her, you know, her physical, because um, mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's covered, but um, she says, I still feel sexy. Yeah. So that just goes to show you that at a certain age, you know, you don't have to be exposed. You don't have mm-hmm. to show things because your sexiness and your confidence comes from within. And I think the confidence piece is sexy. Right. Right. You know, regardless of what age you are, but like you said, I think based on our journeys and our experiences, yes, yes. you know, we feel better because we went through them, if you will. Exactly. So, so tell me what made you start 50-ish. Was it something that, you know, was there a certain age where it's like, hey, I think I need to celebrate this or share this? Tell us about that. Well, like I said earlier, I was when I was approaching, when I was in my mid-40s, mm-hmm. I realized that um, a lot of my friends, my age bracket and other women that I've met um, through work or through my, my travels, um, they were proud, most women were proud of their age. And I noticed how, again, how beautiful they were aging. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and kind of selfishly, I was proud of myself. Yeah. And so I wanted to, at first, I didn't want to be like the face of 50-ish, mm-hmm. but, um, but I am what yes. 50-ish is all about, right? right. Um, it's, you know, taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, and I don't think that women do that really. In Maybe in your 40s you start doing it, but in mm-hmm. your 50s you really own it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's so important, like you said, just from a self-love perspective. Like, nobody's going to love you if you don't love yourself, right? Exactly. And no one's going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. So right. it all starts with you. Within. So mm-hmm. I'm proud that... Thank that you, you started the movement. Thank you. So tell me if you ever heard that little person on your shoulder as you were going through the aging journey. Did you ever hear any negativity? And how did you kind of combat that? <laughs> um, did I hear any? You mean from like the public or just like Just inner? in general, like probably like your inner. Yeah, your you know, I think self. that we all face that. Yeah. Um, I mean, things are changing. You don't look, yeah. you know, I mean, so you have to, you have to be realistic, too. Mm-hmm. I look in the mirror, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hmm, my eyes don't look the way they used to look. You know, mm-hmm. I'm tired a little more. So um, there is a lot of, ne- but but 
there's things that you can do not to right. com combat it because mm -hmm. um, the idea is to age gracefully, right? Exactly. So you 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 take um, control of it, mm -hmm. and um, you eat well, you exercise. Mm -hmm. You mentioned sex. Sex is very important in, for as you age. People yes. think that you know once you you grow older that that thing just turns just, off. Yeah, no. You know, it's and you know, but it changes. It but, changes, but it but does I not you know turn honestly, off. this could be a whole nother conversation. Yes. Don't get me started. <laughs> but I think it changes for the better because yes. you know exactly what you're doing, right? And you know exactly what you want. So, um, but yeah, so all those things are really, really important. It's just, you know, taking care of yourself. Um, your eating habits, checking mm -hmm. your hormones. Yeah. Um, a lot of women are depressed or um, gaining weight not knowing that they're just, because their hormones are just not where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and it's just a matter of just getting your blood work mm -hmm. done. Um, and there's so many different options to regulate that. Yeah. Um, some women, you know, they do creams. Um, mm -hmm. I myself, mm -hmm. I do the pellets. Okay. That is life changing. Um, I've heard about the pellets. I don't know much about them though. It's it's you know it's it's really really is ingenious. It's um, you know you get your blood work done mm -hmm. and um, they make a um a pe the pellet which is like the size of a pen, okay. the bottom uh, like the tip of a pen. Okay. And in that pellet is the hormones that you are lacking in, mm -hmm. and it is inserted in your butt cheek. Not okay. in your butt cheek, on your butt cheek. Okay. <laughs> because it is the fattiest part of your right. body. Yeah. And so um, so they, they, they inject it there and they cover it up. And for about three days, you have a bandage. Okay. Um, and then your body pulls for the next three to four months, depending on your metabolism, what it needs. Wow. Yeah. It is life-changing. Well, I've heard about it. Like I said, I thank you for giving us more information on I'm gonna, it. I'm, I'm going to have to research that. Yeah, this um, this year, um, as I write more on my um, platform, mm -hmm. I, I want to talk more about that. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's really a really great um, option if you're going through menopause or if you're having just, you know, hormonal issues. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just for women. It's for right. men, too. Okay. Yeah. The pellet. The pellet. I'm mm -hmm. going to remember I think that. it's biodynamic. Yeah, biodynamic, and it's the pellet, yeah. Okay, okay. So let's let's switch gears a little as we talk about your career, because okay. I know that you've had an awesome career in the entertainment industry, and your relationship with Anthony Hamilton, mm -hmm. and you're the chief operating officer. Mm -hmm. So how did how did that come about? Were you were you somewhere else before starting with Anthony, or how did that? Come? Well, I've been in the in the music business for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. um, I started my career as an assistant, working mm -hmm. at um, a label, mm -hmm. and um, I grew up the ranks. Um, mm -hmm. And I have a marketing degree, so I started doing marketing, mm -hmm. um, marketing and pro project management. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was at Arista Records. Mm -hmm. um, with L.A. Reid and um, Jermaine Dupri, because it was Arista So So Deaf. Uh -huh. um, they introduced me to Anthony back in 2002. Mm -hmm. um, and I listened to his album, because they were trying to determine on who to give the album to, yeah. um, meaning for marketing purposes. Mm -hmm. And I listened to the album, and I fell in love. Yeah. Um, and so I met him back in 2002. I am the... I did the marketing for the Coming From Where I'm From album. Okay. And so that was um, back... The album was released September of 2023. Mm -hmm. So we're actually celebrating the 20th anniversary of that album okay. this year. Nice. Um, and it's been his most successful album to date. With We sold about 1.6 million. Nice. Yeah, which was really great because at the time, um, R&B in his genre wasn't selling like that. Mm -hmm. um, um, we had the Erica Badu's, the um, Jill Scott, 
um, music soul child, and they were mm -hmm. all neo soul. Okay. But with Anthony, he was adamant about us marketing him as authentic soul. Mm -hmm. So he and I went around the world. <laughs> well, not the world, but the United States. <laughs> right, he right, eventually later right. on went around the world because people found out who he was. Mm -hmm. But um, when I was working with him, we were just um, national. Um, yeah, um, in the U.S. Um, yeah. And so we um, we just we his his vision was accepted by folks because mm -hmm. he was considered a the southern authentic right. soul soul singer. Yeah. I call him the you know the the um our soul singer, the best soul singer of our generation. Yeah. yeah. He's got definitely that mm -hmm. soul kind of church background mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. sound. I yeah. love it. I yeah. love it. It's authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And as we think about our careers, you were going kind of thinking through and the Anthony experience, etc. Mm -hmm. Did you ever as you were going through your aging journey, did it give you more confidence to try something new or different as you kind of rose through the ranks within the music world? So, yes. Um, as I age, well, I have a hobby, and interior decorating has been my hobby. Okay. Um, so I always tell people, you know how you can work in an office, um, mm -hmm. but there's somebody in the office on the weekends, he plays in a band. Right. Exactly. So, like, decorating for me has been a hobby that I've gotten paid for. Okay. So, um, and it's my creative outlet. Mm -hmm. After working with so many artists for so many years, because Anthony's not the only artist I've worked mm -hmm. with. I've worked with Aretha Franklin, um, mm -hmm. Babyface, um, Leah. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. I mean, oh. so I, yes, Jamie Foxx. Mm -hmm. So I've had, you know, I've had over 25 years of experience and I've worked with all these amazing, amazing artists. But then I realized I was an artist too. Mm -hmm. Not like mm. them, differently. Yep. Right. So um, I started doing um, interior decorating. So I think as I aged, I got the courage to be able to yes. do that. Um, I, what I did was I, I purchased homes like throughout the years when, you know, not homes, I purchased a couple of homes um, mm -hmm. throughout my career and I had different apartments and I decorate, decorated them nicely. And um, my friends and my colleagues would come over and, you know, ask me to help them. Mm -hmm. And so I did that. And then um, when I launched my, my, my boutique design company, mm -hmm. um, my first client was Puff. Oh, and then the rest okay. was history. So, um, but then um, shortly thereafter, the market crashed. And um, even those with disposable income went and didn't, mm -hmm. didn't want to spend money. So right. Right. I, um, I didn't do, I put that on the back burner, but I still to, to this mm -hmm. day do it. But like you said, you you had courage enough to kind of mm -hmm. step out there and your passion to really, you know, leverage that to leverage as it. a business. So as a, and I as think, you know, again, as we from a career perspective or anything, I think as we grow older uh, or mature, I mm -hmm. should say, uh, I think we become more confident. I think for me and my personal story around that, I've been at a company for many, many years and started in HR for many, many years, probably 10 or 11, and decided, you know, I'm going to do something different. I want to do something bold and step out. And mm -hmm. I actually transitioned to marketing mm -hmm. when I was probably in my early 40s, in my early 40s. And, you know, that little little voice on my shoulder, mm -hmm. like, what are you doing? You know, right. but but I was just, I just knew I could do it. I just felt so confident and at also, that age. You know, I also think that what happens is, when you work and you've worked for a long time, you acquire mm -hmm. you, you acquire a skill set yeah. that can be transferable into any field. Exactly. So I yeah. always tell people that design wasn't very different than project management or marketing. Mm -hmm. It was kind of the same thing. It was just yeah. a different prod product. So like in design, it's a space, you mm -hmm. know. But in 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 the music business, my product was an artist, mm -hmm. you know. But I still mm -hmm. had to oversee 
like the projects from inception to completion. You know, I had to put together budgets. I had to put together plans. Um, But again, the only difference was the actual product. So what I acquired throughout my career, I was able to use that same skill set in my design stuff. And that's a good point around transferable skills. Like you've got the core Mm -hmm. business, if you will. You're just kind of transitioning and looking at it differently. Looking at it differently. Using those, leveraging those skills somewhere else. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me what tidbits or what wisdom nugget, Michelle, would you give someone who may be struggling as it relates to the aging journey? As an example, I, um, met a young lady probably about two weeks ago, um, and she was kind of helping determine some things for me with this podcast. And she said, oh, I love what you're doing. She's like, I turned 40 in 2023. And she's like, I'm having a hard time. She's like, I'm having a hard time. She said she looked in the mirror, and she's like, I looked in the mirror the other day, and I just looked different, and I just felt bad. And I told her that, hey, everything is an evolution. You don't look bad. You're just evolving. So let's think about our mindset again as we go through this journey. But what what tidbits or wisdom nuggets would you give someone if they are struggling with this aging journey? Well, you made a good point. It's it's all in the mind, Mm -hmm. right? It's kind of just um, changing your mindset, um, surrounding yourself with other women like Mm -hmm. you, right? Hey, visit my 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 platform, fifty-ish. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everybody, it's a, you heard it, fifty-ish, fifty-ish underscore the exactly. the movement. No, um, um, yeah, because in these in, in these types of platforms and these types of arenas, right, you you have women, like-minded women, who are all dealing with the same issues. You're not alone, um, and I think that that's um, the most important thing to know is that you're not alone. Everyone, even the women that. Don't even speak about it. Everyone is going to feel a certain kind of way once you notice that you're not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, I had Mm -hmm. this woman say to me, um, really, really, really beautiful woman, because I I interview a lot of different women for um, for 50-ish. And so I asked her a similar question, and she said she realized that she was different and things had changed when she walked into a room and men didn't look at her. Mm. And she was, because she's like, she was, she always used that yeah. as her, you know. Yeah, that's her, her superpower. Bar- her barometer of how <laughs> yeah. fine she is, right? Yeah. And um, And she says, but, I, and then she says, then we started discussing that it is also science, mm. right? So mm. as you grow older, um, there are pheromones that you give off. Mm-hmm. And as you age, they say that some, when you get to a certain age, you don't release them as much, and so you don't attract the opposite sex as much. That's what they say. I haven't okay. experienced that yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, Michelle says she has not experienced that. I have not that. experienced that. And we will not. That is not my problem. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. I know. I know. We're joking. We're joking. But that's good. But, you know, the education piece is yeah. so important. Like, what you just shared there, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And I'm sure many viewers or listeners may not have known that either. Right. So it's also educating ourselves as we age. I go back to the whole digestive system because, y'all, that almost killed me. We're like, what's going on here? But I had to start researching. And like you said, and of course, talking with my doctor, and um, she gave me recommendations. I did my own research. So it is, it's about the education. You know, I um, did a lot of focus groups, Michelle, before starting Zeal. And I had a great aha moment from one of the one of the young ladies. She was in her probably early 40s. That was part of the focus group. She said, now, 
when we start our cycle at 12, 13, mm -hmm. whatever age it is, we usually have the conversation, right? Whether it's our mom or grandmother or sister. But as we go, as our bodies change, as we get older, no one has the conversation. I want to, I want, yeah, that is, that, I want to, I'm so happy you talked about that because I posted something um, a couple of years ago about National Menopause Day. Mm -hmm. It's October 18th. I know it. That's okay. how, that's how it affected me because mm -hmm. I never forgot it. And I posted it and not one woman responded on the social media platform. Mm. It's like, yeah. So it's almost like a taboo. Yeah. Right. It is a mm -hmm. taboo. It's like not you're almost, ashamed. You're ashamed of yeah. it. Right. No one's. Re but then I post something about, oh, look what I'm eating. And then you right. get like, you know, a thousand <laughs> likes and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things that we do not. And that's what I want to change that narrative too. I want to mm -hmm. talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's just so, so important. And, and if we educate, the sooner we start educating mm -hmm. our women, like in their 20s. Yes. Because just to let them know, because I think a lot of times too, women in their 20s, they don't see that far, you know. Yeah. They just yeah. can't see. Because if I tell them, um, if you speak to a 20-year-old and you say, oh, well, yeah, my sex drive is low. I'm not really into They're like, what? <laughs> you know, they think it's, but it's, it's yeah. part of the process. And you too would get there, lady. <laughs> exactly. And it's so funny right. you mentioned that. Uh, a young lady um, at the hair salon that I used to go to, um, I saw her probably a few months ago and I was telling her about mm -hmm. Zeal. Uh, she's probably late 30s. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it to her and her first question was, do you still have sex drive? <laughs> I'm like, of course, of course I do. Of course, <laughs> of course yeah. I do. Yeah. But again, it's just demystifying the stigma mm -hmm. that like all things are over as you age, as you which, is not, which is not the case. No, it's just different. It's just different. It's different. It's mm -hmm. just different. Cool. Well, last tidbit of advice. I know you gave us some advice if, if women are kind of struggling uh, through this aging journey, but any other wisdom nuggets that you want to share or maybe your most interesting uh, person that you featured on 50-ish? Do you remember any the most, most interesting? interesting. They're also very different. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you, I love um, receiving messages from women all over the world mm. um, who just are so excited because there's another there's also a side you know there is that that aspect of aging where you feel um bad and uh, you know mm -hmm. the unknown and mm -hmm. things are changing mm -hmm. but then on the flip side there are a lot of women who are so proud yes and they're like I look great I look mm -hmm. good I'm so you know my career is where I want it to be um my you know I'm I'm finally who I am right you know right. um but one of the one one of the women that I um that I've featured, uh, her name is Karen Gibson Rock, mm -hmm. um, and she is the wife to a, a friend of mine, uh, mm -hmm. Phil Rock, mm -hmm. and she, um, I loved her post because when she was in her mid-50s, she was always, she's been an actress, um, and, but she was, she, she had 10 major national campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, she secured 10 national, national uh, uh, TV campaigns mm -hmm. in her mid-50s. Yeah. And that was mm. the most successful she had ever been. For yeah. a woman her age, you know, right. that's not yeah. that's not heard of. But times, I think things are shifting mm -hmm. a bit. Mm -hmm. And they wanted mid, you know, midlife yeah. looking, mid, mid, midlife looking women. Right. Um, and I mean, not that she looks old, she just right. looks older than 30. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So um, and so she was really proud of that. And yeah. I I love that. I yeah. love that story mm -hmm. because it gives us hope, right. you know. Because right. 
if you can do it, if you can do it in your mid fifties, you could do it in your sixties. Exactly. Because exactly. it only gets better. Because your yeah. confidence just gets better. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I do think, to your point, some brands mm -hmm. are focusing on mm -hmm. kind of more mature. They're the sh it, we're shifting, as you mentioned. We are shifting, and then you, we need to. That we need to because women in their 50s have more disposable income. Yes. So if you want to sell, you need to sell to us because yeah. we can buy it. Yes, exactly. And in my research, I do a lot of research. Mm -hmm. Me too. I have show. to for this uh, platform. Yeah. That it, it was said that we are, mm -hmm. you know, Gen Xers, mainly kind of boomers, mm -hmm. uh, are the healthiest and the wealthiest mm -hmm. consumer out there. Yep. Out there. Yeah. I mean, we've accomplished so much from mm -hmm. career to raising a family, and I know everyone's story is different, mm -hmm. but to your point, brands need to get up yeah. and recognize. Yes. Yeah, and I know too. some brands are, but I, I still feel we've got a ways, a ways to go. Yeah. The journey, so. I mean, the journey has just started, but we have a ways to go, but it's going to get there. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. As long as people like you and, and me you. and some exactly. other folks out there, we, we just have to take a stand. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's like we're here. And own it. And own it. Own it and leverage the experience and the background that we have. Exactly. Love it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you again, Michelle. Thank for, you for, for having joining me. us. And I do have one more thing. Okay. One more thing. And we'll wrap it up. And I call, it's a challenge here. So okay. I call it crush the negativity. Okay? Okay. Crush the negativity. So I'm going to ask you two or three, I'm going to say two or three words or phrases. Okay. That society has deemed negative as women age. Okay. And then I want you to flip the script and say something positive. So I'm going to give you an example first. Okay. So the example is wrinkles. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is wisdom. Mm. Okay? So we're going to flip the script. So just a few. I just want to get your point of view on this. Okay. Uh, the word aging. Forever. Mm. Menopause. Change. Mm. Girl, you too old to be sexy. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. But thank you again, Michelle. I appreciate you being here. And if you ever need me, let me know. But thanks so much. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed this. This was great. Keep doing this. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks, Zill Nation, for joining us today. As always, join me each week for a real talk conversation around the aging journey. Zeal, Aging Redefined. I'm Stella Ringer, your Chief of Aging Fabulous, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>